I want us to become brothers again like we used to be, and for us to find ourselves and bond with each other. Can we agree to that? Opinions vary. Welcome to this bonus episode of Three Brothers Filmcast. We're looking ahead to the summer movie season, and we're just chatting about a few of the movies that we're excited to see and some of the trends that have occurred over the past few years, especially as we've kind of moved back into a proper summer movie season. So I thought just to start us off, we'll talk about the movies that we're most excited to see. So Anton, looking forward to this summer. There's a lot of new releases. There's a lot of franchise fare. There's a few, I guess you can say, original films in there as well. But I'm just curious, like, what of all the movies from May through to Labor Day weekend in September, what is most, what are you most excited for? So I'm actually most excited for Nolan's Oppenheimer. Because I, I teach a course on originality and we look at Nolan's films. And so I'll be teaching again in the fall. So that's one reason. But also, um, I'm just really excited to see him do this movie. Um, doing something, you know, a little bit, maybe, maybe a little bit different than what he's done before. Again, I have no idea, you know, how he's going to tell this story. But the trailers also look really promising. And uh, the cast looks excellent. Anders, are you pumped? I, we're all from Nolan heads I'm, here. I'm, so. Honestly, I think actually not only am I like insanely pumped for Oppenheimer because I've been, you know, actually weirdly reading a lot about like the, the you know, testing of the nuclear weapons and stuff, but also just like actually there's a good buzz around it. Like generally people I've talked to who aren't even like big movie people, the trailer seems to have made a big impression on them. And I think it might could be a sleeper hit weirdly in, in a lot of ways. But so if I'm going to pick a movie that's not. Uh, well, sorry uh, i also think it yeah. because it had you and i were talking about how um i think a lot of the questions right now about ai and the potential it makes it thematically really resonant right now. absolutely yeah obviously of all the sort of franchise action movies that are coming out for me it's got to be uh mission impossible dead reckoning part one <laughs> yeah i'm really looking forward to just for on a pure like action you know level especially i think Again, after Top Gun Maverick, I think Tom Cruise's star is back at its like height. And I actually think, uh, and uh, with the teaser before Avatar, Way of Water, I think a lot of people are like, uh, are clued in. Like they've really like foregrounded how amazing the stunt work and stuff in this is. So yeah, I'm looking for that. And of course there, and of course Transformers Rise of the Beast. <laughs> oh, you stole mine. <laughs> Not quite. But I, I do have to comment that the... Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast trailer I find like weirdly I find it weirdly reassuring to watch a trailer where like that where I'm like okay it's like franchise fair but it's appropriately dumb <laughs> it's not trying to be uh... no it's not trying to sell me upsell me it's more like you remember Beast Wars you should go see this because Optimus Primus is in it and it's like okay or Optimus Primal I should say Optimus Primal's in it and he's That's fighting cool. alongside Optimus Prime and he's voiced by Ron Perlman you got Cheetor, you got Rhinox, you got, um, I don't know if you have Dinobot in there, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the thing that is holding me back from being more excited is that it's not Michael Bay directing. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. the guy who did Creed 2, I think, is directing, hmm. and it's fine, but, um, like, I'm, I'm gonna lie if I'm not, I'm gonna see it, <laughs> but I'm not, like, <laughs> I'm not, like, super excited. I'm definitely most excited for the movies you guys said, Oppenheimer, because I, I don't know why. Okay, let's just bracket here a bit. Why are people in this weird mindset of Christopher Nolan is now a dumb guy who pretends to be smart 
this seems to be like the new Twitter thing that people I are on. I've like, actually heard that. Because they're like, oh, he's making some comments about Oppenheimer. That it's like, oh, he's classic, like, dumb, smart guy. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure he's just a filmmaker. Like, we don't have to pretend that he's like a theoretical physicist, right? We don't have to, like, have this attitude. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, he's, and then, yeah, he's not like a dumb guy like Michael Bay. It's like, well, Michael Bay's not dumb either. Like, no. these guys aren't dumb. They're making $100 million movies. Like, they're they're not dumb. If Michael Bay, um, Michael Bay, if he someone's called him dumb, he might uh, paraphrase the Riddler from the Batman the Animated Series and say, "If, if you're so smart, how come you're not rich?" It's <laughs> <laughs> a great episode. Um, no, it's it, but it's just like in the, okay, I was like, okay, just take your opinions about like with a weird discord gate discourse gate around Tenet aside, whatever you think about Nolan. Just look at these trailers, look at the cast, look at the subject matter, and specifically Nolan's obsession with men who are driven to do things that have world altering effects, which are like, it's almost like it's, it's that like destructive streak within men's creativity, right? Oppenheimer's or, or, just, and also or need the, for control. Uh, the, or, or it's the creative, the creative force has destructive potential. Yeah. They're, but but they need for control. Yeah. But I, I, it's almost like some of the, the scoffs at it are almost like alarming to me where like, you know, on the whole, most people seem very excited for this movie. I think appropriate. Yeah, so the trailers are pretty like incredible. Go. The IMAX trailer is frankly terrifying. Like it gave me almost like a panic attack watching. I was like, oh man, I, I can't handle And the handle new trailer, this. the new trailers have been playing nonstop during uh, NBA and NHL playoffs. Actually, yes. So they're like getting guys who don't necessarily go to a lot of movies, but who maybe watch a lot of sports and hang with their friends. I mean, maybe it plays into the stereotype. No one is a sort of masculine director, but I actually I think, think so. a lot of. I think people are really intrigued by it and they're really playing up the whole, you're telling me there's a chance we hit this button and we destroy the whole no, world. No, that's the great, exactly. That's such a hook. It's it such is. an incredible hook. It really hook. is. Yeah. I, I also think- What like, drives a person to do that? Why did you press the button? That's insane. But that's that, what I'm trying to say. But that, mo- okay, but also what you're talking about. So I think, th- I don't know why people beat up on Nolan for this fact that you're like, Nolan makes movies- and he's he's um, been so successful that the kind of guy who has no interest in seeing usually a historical biopic who just is excited NBA to see Nolan's mm-hmm. Oppenheimer movie. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's a good. That's thing. cool. Why? Why is that? Yeah, like, exactly. This is a positive thing in the world. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, like. But it's it like that. But that's the thing where it's like people are like, oh, it just seems like another like male dominated right. blah blah blah. You can like, cut this if you want, but the reason is that a lot of the people who scoff at that are actually threatened by the kind of people who just watch NBA playoffs and are very normy, and it's actually all status play and people trying to uh, set themselves up as more. They, they don't watch movies because they love movies or are interested in the subject matter, but because it's a some sort of like psychic status symbol thing. Oh, That's absolutely. My, my psychoanalytic. <laughs> no, absolutely. But I also think it's people who bought into the idea that an important movie is only an important movie that has to do with specific political matters of this day and age. Yeah. But, How is but, this movie not that? No, 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 but they don't view the idea of like AI as political. They view like trump biden political you know what i mean oh, yeah. I, no but it's, or it's, it's like it's like so it has to be that. like a racial or a literal like ballot politics matter but that's like so i read last year the big um and and jacobson like uh a area 51 
treatise the like 500 page book that she did about it and all the stuff there about the um atomic energy commission and all the stuff they did with obviously the manhattan project and beyond and it's it's just so fascinating and that aspect of that story but specifically the aspect of the story of like yeah these people genuinely thought that there was a chance that they were going to blow they were no but it's not just yeah the non-zero chance is a great phrasing but they thought it was like a like one to five percent chance that they were going to burn off the entire atmosphere and it's like yeah we got to do it it's like it's just it's just so insane it is it's so insane the the i am endlessly fascinated about a story of digging into the psychology of a person that presses that button but i'm i I think that that david lynch has also explored that a little bit (laughs) but this seems so it seems so useful because that is the question but the part and then the movie's already teasing up the the reasons why well like you're afraid that well someone else is gonna do it yeah so i gotta do it like if somebody else is gonna press the button i will press the button i'll take that moral responsibility it's like there's no guarantee anybody else will press this button or it doesn't preclude their moral responsibility of pressing it, right? Okay, guys, this is turning into a Nolan. Yeah. Now, this is supposed to be a summer movie preview. Now we're just hey. doing a Nolan analysis hey, of a movie that hasn't come out yet. Hey, well, let's, guys, guys, let's just be clear here. Let's look at the rest of the slate. There's not, like, there's a lot of, like, summer movies. I actually think looking at this summer, there's a okay. lot of summer movies. I'm going to make a connection. But... I'll jump from Oppenheimer here for us. So one of the things that I find very intriguing about all this is the use of the imagery of like nuclear weapons as a creative destructive force. And one of the reasons why Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, that's like the best, one of the best sequences in that movie is the opening. I think it's Area the 51 best And yeah. the Area 51 and the Love nuclear it. weapon test, right? It's like- The fridge re- is so good. Reborn in a the nuclear age, right? Like there's a yeah. there's a, something about that and that and that moment and in that and Lucas and Spielberg uh, understanding that so of course I I, I recently I, over the, this weekend I watched Raiders Lost Ark again because as one does and though just I you know I'm I, I know it's not a Spielberg directed film but I'm still gonna be you know I'm still mildly excited about seeing Dial of Destiny just Absolutely. because one last go for Harrison Ford I'm not yeah and Mads Mikkelsen is a Nazi I mean come on I'm, I'm there I'm I will see it I I will see it like I I um but I'm going in with almost like no expectation yeah I, I no, expect I it agree. to be the I pure agree. marvelization and uh yeah. you know like franchisation of this I think they're doing the de-aging it might, might be the last time I, I yeah. give Disney but, the benefit you know, of the doubt yeah, I'm not even giving him the benefit of the doubt. It's quite possible that I'll find parts about it deeply annoying, just as I did the, even the Star Wars uh, sequels. But nonetheless, I find Indiana Jones a compelling enough character, and I hope that they do uh, something interesting with it. I think the the time, what's clearly Dial of Destiny, time. I just hope the de aging stuff isn't yeah. like out of control. Yeah, but at least they thematically found a way with the time travel to. Uh, to make it work so. if it's about we'll i mean i i haven't even watched the trailer <laughs> okay the, my biggest problem with the trailer is that the cinematography is significantly different from how spielberg would shoot things even it's not in, even kaminsky yeah yeah because mm. there's a lot more like really? quick cutting and cgi but that, like, like, type stuff, yeah. but mangold usually no oh, that's interesting we'll see what actually shoot. the like finished it might, version actually, it is, might just be the way so. the trailer's cut yeah because mangold like even some of his lesser like they're pretty classical night, night and day yeah yeah that was a solid like, Tom Cruise action movie. Yeah. Yeah. His his can that's the, the one of the things actually of Mangold being the director made me somewhat more confident is the fact that he's 
a pretty good mimic of that like studio style, which yeah, is yeah. more online with like, you know, Lucas, Spielberg, all Rusamakis, Johnson, all those guys. Um Who's, is Kennedy producing it or who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, Lucas it's a film. Lucasfilm. Yeah, no, I'm just because so, that, that's my biggest hesitancy about it. Isn't the like you know, it's not even the the you know, the flea bag lady doing the writing or any of that. It's more like I'm. I just have zero faith in basically uh, like Lucasfilm now. Yeah, I agree. So I I, I actually think the. Um, Phoebe Waller Bridges thing is a bit of a weird. I haven't watched the I, show. It's, it's, like, no, I haven't, I haven't watched. She, I haven't she watched likes it a lot. But yeah, yeah, I, I, no, but I frankly think like I don't love her screen presence, but I also think that the fixation on her specifically is a bit of a like misogynist red flag. Like it, it is one of those weird things of like, why is fandom really fixated on her being involved? Like, who cares? Yeah. She's not like so the main is Shia LaBeouf just like gone. I think I think he's just not in it. Like I don't think it's like he's been like retconned. Okay. I don't think yeah, he would want to we'll be see. in it even if they offered him. Frankly, he's a Shia weird guy is in a different world. <laughs> he is. He really is. Hey, they, I, I mean, he has. He's actually going to be one of the movies I actually want to see this summer. I actually want to see the Padre Pio movie with. It. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's um, kind of curious about that. Um, not Bar. You're going to see Barbie, right? Actually. Yeah, I guess I probably will. I'll, I'll I actually have to say, I'm curious. The Return of Ryan Gosling. Exactly. That's a big part of it, actually. I people who are being like, well, Greta Gerwig, she's one of the great directors of time. Okay, she's made two very good movies. I agree, but it's two very good movies, and this is Barbie. But like, I have no idea Barbie. what this movie. It's, it's Barbie. Getting, what, I assume. I hope this is her getting a paycheck. But no, but it's it's <laughs> like I. We cannot assume that this is going to be great. It's it's Barbie, so it's starting at like a huge Deficit. demerit. It's like making Transformers. Of, it could it could be one of those. No, movies it could that be good. Like it could be quite good. Bad movie too, but it could be awful too. You know, That's it could thing. be one of those movies. Like, like, oh my like goodness! Film, they were trying yeah. to make this like funny Barbie movie, and it's just not. Yeah, it, that's why I'm actually kind of curious because either it could be like an yeah. interesting take it could be on interesting a like, hugely crass commercial product or it could be like just like such a train wreck that I hope it's either that or a train wreck that's fascinating to watch. I hope it's not just boring. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I I have missed Gosling. Like it's it's weird that he like Blade Runner. It's true. Has, it's been first well, man. Blade Runner was the last. Oh, no, movie. first man. Yeah, first man. I, was the last. I actually like weekly will mention to my wife that I'm like. You know, I really liked that first man. <laughs> I do. I actually. <laughs> I do really like first man. But that's a lot. That's a lot. I'm trying to get her to watch it. I'm trying to get her to watch it, man. I mean, it's very moving. Yeah. Weirdly enough, it is. Um, I just love that era. Ha- is it weird like, that I have to uh, defend J- Damien Tajel now because he's apparently now people hate him? <laughs> it's like guy. Okay, La La I don't Land think anyone. A, I think La La Land was a great a bunch movie. Of weirdos on Twitter. First Man's them. a very good movie. Babylon was not an awful movie. It was an interesting flop. <laughs> the fact Whiplash that he is got, a pretty good first movie. The fact that he got really hundreds good. of millions of dollars to make a epic about silent movies. It's like, dude, good for you. So the other, like, I haven't actually. Uh, I've had a very busy month and haven't really caught up with the. The beginning of the summer movie. Neither have I. I haven't. Have any of have you not seen, seen Guardians those? or I haven't seen Fast. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen Fast Furious or Guardians. I the last movie I saw was Blackberry, which was great. Ooh, I want to see um, that. Yeah. I have so to. one of one of the one most of the... interesting things I think about looking at the schedule this summer, and this is maybe telling a bit. There's a Wes Anderson coming oh, out. Oh yeah, Asteroid June. City. Actually, I watched the trailer. What? It looks 
I'm funny, not, yeah. but uh, but here's the thing: the fact His that I'm not like big. the fact that I'm like not super pumped is telling to me. Yeah, Tom Hanks in a, is the lead in a new. It's June, uh, June, yeah, and it's got like all of his usuals, spe- plus Tom, even Hanks. the extra folks, and then Tom Hanks, huh. and it's like 1950s Americana space era. So like the 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 atmosphere, the stylization, that retro space age feel, like I love all that stuff. But I'm also at that point where. I think the internet has broken a little bit of my love of Wes Anderson, where it's almost like memefied it to a point where his style no longer seems personal. Mm-hmm. It seems. I actually commodified. think also people his style has become more and more uh, extreme, especially since uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, a film which I like a lot. Yeah, yeah, true. But um, like if you go back though to Royal Tenenbaums or uh, Rushmore, you can still see that he wasn't totally doing that. But like, now he has there's the a reason he was like even everything. actually a bit of a Scorsese like a protege with like bottle rockets and stuff like that. Yeah, know? well, because he now has a budget that he can turn everything into stop motion. Yeah, even he even if he people. shoots <laughs> he shoots live action as stop motion. Basically, yeah, that's a good that you should do a paper on that, Anton. Um, the other thing I was looking at for summer is a few of these multiverse movies but almost like a year after multiverse peak oh yeah like flash. so you got spider-man across the spider-verse and the flash i probably will see flash because i think i have to see like the batman for keaton right yeah but also it fits into the whole Snyder. i forgot it was coming out. it's also i think the final dceu movie is it it'll probably okay. reset the whole before Snyder they reset stuff, with i guess they're they're probably resetting resetting oh my goodness it. are they gonna reset it in the yes no yeah, i think they'll, so. they'll do it diegetically yeah. because i've heard that Black, um, Blue Beetle, which comes out in the fall or August. It's August. Think, it's an August one. Is the oh, first wait. of the gun DCU. Okay. And he had to get his last Marvel out, I guess. Yeah. It seems so bizarre that the guy running DC is making a Marvel movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's still yeah, yeah, he just jump ship too, right? It's, it's just well, like it's, it's, it's mixing, you know, guys. It's just the it's movies are just Pepsi repeating what the comic the books used to do. Jim Lee, oh my goodness, Jim Lee's going from Marvel to DC. He's <laughs> I know. going off and started his own thing in Image. I'm like, the directors now just do the same thing that the comic book guys do. So like, you know, you'll have the same people working on all these things. But I, I but they am, play I, up the rivalry between the studios. Like right? yeah. the Flash has been such a troubled production history <laughs> yeah let's just say like all the it's one of those movies where like i kind of lost interest in it because of all the extra text even, t- no, even taking then. the ezra miller psycho stuff out no but just the editing of the movie and the amount of directors they lost yeah no yeah. like it's they started it was, this movie it was like when rick it was like rick fumiyama and then it was it was the jonathan goldstein and john francis daly doing it and then it was somebody else and then it was andy machete like the it guy he's now the guy doing it what? But then it was in post-production for like two director? years. Oh, yeah. wow. Because oh. yeah, he's Warner Brothers, right? It was yeah. Warner Brothers. But no, the but original director was... So this movie's going to be... Uh, this movie's going to be, be messy. It was the guy who did a bunch of the Mandalorian episodes. Yeah, yeah. I know who Rick Femme Oh, Rick Femme Yeah. 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 So he also did the movie Dope. Messy. That's it, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. But he's the, he's, this, he's the new showrunner of this third season of Mando. I think so. Yeah. Because uh, Filoni has been busy doing Ahsoka. Yeah. And Favreau, which also comes out in August, yeah, yeah. The main oh, guy. he Filoni wasn't show running this season. No, Filoni was never show. It's Favreau was the guy who oversees Favreau it. Did the first one, but he had less. Okay, no, but Filoni was more sense. involved with yeah, the uh, earlier. No, that makes a lot of sense because he's doing Ahsoka. Yeah. What else do I want to see this summer? Um, I I'm definitely gonna catch up with Fast Ten. 
Uh, I mean, I like you guys are fans of the Into the Spider Verse, right? So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take my boys I mean, to do that because the first I, one I think is very good. I think it's pretty good. I I'm not like in a rush out to it, but I I will see it probably. I'll my see the trans always love it, and they cite the music and stuff that they. I frame well, that's because the huh. Post Malone Sunflower song is a huge, huge hit. That song, and it's it's a good little good track. My kids like that too. Um, I would say though that like frankly, like I I can criticize Marvel and stuff, but like Into the Spider Verse is probably on an artistic like vision level, and on the level of like um like an interesting story definitely with the best thing that mar i know it's not mcu but like a marvel character in a movie for the last five years yeah i would say like i I do think it's better than any of the marvel movies that have come out since it came out it was 2019 right yep no 2018 2018 christmas 2018 see i would i don't know i i would be torn whether i like that or endgame more yeah but the uh, i actually like endgame i actually think it's one of marvel's best things if you had a chance either of you though the other reason i think this movie is actually going to be a pretty big hit is last year the big um have any have either of you had a chance to play on uh, the ps5 spider no, Morales, Morales game i, I, don't I heard it's great i, I heard it's great my sword and i played over at our friend's house the other day it's pretty amazing and it like it's basically like playing the game the movie and but the it's also a full open world map of manhattan that you can they see that's in. it's an awesome it's, idea it's it's so i think that the popular that game as like one of the core exclusives for playstation 5 will actually be a cross promotion for the movie sure i'm and honestly looking at the list there's a there's a good chance that that ends up being the best movie of like the first couple of months of the summer until like before we get like mission impossible and oppenheimer yeah. those are in july though so mission impossible going back to that what i'm so excited about is that i just feel like at this stage i trust tom cruise to deliver a blockbuster that's exciting and enjoyable like more than all the like you know the all the uh the super franchises now which i no longer trust like it's like i actually just am like definitely gonna see it in theaters because i know it'll be a good time it's because you anton is all about auteur forward entertainment and tom cruise <laughs> is the last auteur of the action movie yeah well michael bay doesn't make money anymore which all you all you fools out there did not go see Ambulance, which in is theaters. still one of the best action movies of the last few years. It's so good. It is. And if you don't believe us, on you should check right out now. our uh, episode, our podcast episode on it, in which I sing its praises and all of its wonderful drones smashing into cars, <laughs> drone cameras blowing up and stuff. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> no, is but there it's, any, it's, anything else we're missing here? I, there's. I don't think there's that many other big movies. Like, there's a couple of small movies I'm curious about. I'm curious about the new um, Nicole Holofcener film. You hurt my feelings with Julie Louis Dreyfus. Mm. It's her first one since Enough said ten years ago. Yeah, with Louis, Julie Louis Dreyfus, and it looks quite good. It's like her and um, Tobias Menzies, and it's kind of like a married couple problem, like late, late, you know, yeah, like okay. a, yeah. people who've been married for like twenty years. Classic like comedy kind of thing. And then um, there's a Sundance movie. I think it's Sundance. It's called Past Lives, and it's about like a Korean Korean americans and like she's the whole thing is like she had a like childhood or adolescent relationship with this young man and then she moved to america and then there's like 20 years where she gets married and then he comes to visit and it's like reignites all this stuff and it seems like everybody's kind of positioning it's an a24 and stuff and people are positioning it as the kind of this year's after sun because it's made by Mm. a person who has made nothing previously but everybody's Mm. like raving over the movie 
from what they've seen. And the trailer looked quite interesting, so I'll, I'll definitely see that. Um, it's interesting that none of it, yeah, now we're also, nobody seems to really be like too, like the new, there's a new Pixar movie coming out. I was just going to say that. Who cares? Which I'm just like, I'm sorry. Inside Out. This is just Inside Out with elements instead of feelings, right? The animation looks cool. It's based it's off the trailer, but I have no interest called, in no, the story. I'm just saying it's called elemental and like people oh. have like different like singular like types and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, these are fire people. These are water people. These are air people. And it's like, Hey buddy, I'm sorry. I like blew out your water, like your fire or whatever. And like, they're on like the bus, but they're like one person is like a flame. Why can't they do a, a humoral theory? The body bile. <laughs> There's bile. <laughs> Where's black bile? And, yeah. Uh, yellow bile. Where is, Guys, we're talking about representation in Hollywood right now. Where is representation for black bile? I'm serious. Flam. Phlegmatics. Phlegmatic, the phlegmatics yeah. and black bile. And then what's... Um, Sanguine. Blood. blood. Sanguine. Well, there's the fourth. What's the fourth? It's collar. Collar. Or yellow bile. Yeah, yellow bile. Yellow bile. We're going to a medieval Hollywood sense. <laughs> this summer, the medieval universe... <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the other movie that like I have to admit I would, the trailer had me somewhat like I'm like is could this be like a kind of like hangover type thing is the no hard feelings with Jennifer Lawrence it looks oh, so yeah. outrageously like, oh yeah, ridiculous. yeah I'm actually down with that yeah that looks, <laughs> it looks fun. like could be like the the crude comedy uh, hit of like the summer but okay the that movie is a little bit of an interesting test case for me I one of these things that I'm I'm curious about because of how how should I say this. Movies nowadays seem very um, cautious, in, yeah, <laughs> cautious, tame, insecure about acknowledging how sexy the female stars are in the movies, and I find it or making crude jokes, frankly, yeah, or crude jokes. But like, it's it's safe to do to make a joke about how like hot a dude is in a big yeah, Hollywood yeah. movie now, but only yeah. as like a pure comedic thing. It can't have any like danger to it. But so about a woman, it's yeah. like you can't you can't really do that anymore. And I just like the idea of Jennifer Lawrence leaning into her the comedic side, which she's very funny and we kind of like awkwardly funny when she shows up on like talk shows and this, that, and the yeah. other. But she doesn't seem to do it that much in movies. But also mm-hmm. like Jennifer Lawrence is gorgeous, but also doesn't really play it up in movies. And so it'll be it's true. I mean, she's I'm curious like about stuff, it, yeah. it both kind of going it's like let's see also she hasn't really been around she was in don't look up but she hasn't really been around yeah. all that much yeah yeah don't look up i forgot that was probably her last big movie for sure that was like her only movie the last like four years oh, seems like some people have been busy the last four years <laughs> it's almost like something happened that yeah, um, it's like weird. can't quite put my finger on it <laughs> <laughs> i mean frankly compared to the last few summers this seems like a little bit more of a promising summer even if yeah. the individual movie's not for sure might not exactly. be as good like it just seems more like a proper days, summer yeah, yeah. yeah. And we all know who we can thank for that. And so, Aaron, you're going to have to end uh, this episode by playing the clip of Spielberg thanking Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody should be thanking him all the time. <laughs> At night, before you go to bed, you thank Tom Cruise. That's enough now. You're going to make me red all over. Well, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. Goodbye, Mr. Bond. I bid you farewell. <laughs>